0: glow, she's building something, her sweet little empire, she's doing fine, working on her own terms, life by design, living happy, no drama, it's your life just start mama she makes things happen she's a mompreneur a life better bad getter she wants something more more. she's got that messy bun get stuff done hustle in her heart put on your lip gloss girl boss jen's got you girl just start the curlgirl.com an independent stylist podcast hey there beauty business empire builders do you like not love doing some of the tasks that are definitely not optional to keep your business going, same. Are you tired of spending what should be your time off from working in your business, working on your business? What if I told you that there's a way to save hundreds, at least hours a year and thousands of dollars a month and have experts working on your business like 10 times more than you are now? Well, you spend your time doing literally whatever you want instead. I have been working feverishly, excitedly, every other wild adjective behind the scenes to help bring the future to you. Introducing the Beauty Business AI Lab. It is your one-stop shop for all things ChatGPT. So wait a second. If you're like rolling your eyes and you don't even know what ChatGPT is, listen up. It is really not complicated. It's an incredible AI tool that can help you with marketing, content creation, even pricing strategies. But... We know that it can sometimes feel like overwhelming because you have, like, oh, I have to learn a whole other thing on my own. But guess what? I've got you and I can show you how to do it in literally minutes. It's so easy. But here's the thing. No matter how amazing it is, if you don't know how to prompt it, chat GPT. That just means like tell it exactly how to give you the best information or the result that you're asking for. It's not going to impress you very much. And you could accidentally get left like light years behind your competition. That's why I created the beauty business AI lab. It's a place where you can get all the support you need to get the most out of chat GPT. I've created copy and paste and tested prompts to help you supercharge your beauty business and take it to the next level. I'll show you how to use ChatGPT as a personal pricing strategist and 24-7 beauty business money guide, also as a branding strategist, a marketing strategist, copywriter, TikTok strategist, whatever you need, and it's all tailored specifically for the beauty business. So whether you are a seasoned entrepreneur or you're just starting out, the Beauty Business AI Lab is the perfect solution to help you grow and thrive. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your business to the next level with the help of ChatGPT. Independent artists and salon owners alike will find business transforming value in the power of ChatGPT. So get instant access to the Beauty Business AI Lab today at ShampooSociety.com. Well, hey, thanks for listening to the Independent Stylist Podcast. My name is Jen. I'm a marketing major turned salon suite pioneer and niche stylist. I took my business from zero to six figures in just a few years, and I did it all on my own. The support and tools that I offer now didn't exist for me, which is why I'm so passionate about creating them for you. Today, I want to talk about setting boundaries and building the business and life that you want for yourself with self-love instead of fear-based gratitude. Setting boundaries and ignoring the noise and the pushback that it may result in as a hairstylist, especially as an independent hairstylist or salon suite owner is something that many of us have struggled with, or even are at a loss about how to implement. But why? Fear of how people will react at least partially, right? Will clients push back or will they leave us entirely? Will other stylists try to shame us or call us unprofessional or ungrateful for having the confidence in ourselves to be clear about our policies and boundaries? While the latter may seem secondary or even insignificant for some, it may depend on what your salon environment or your circle of peers looks like or even what content you consume on social media. When you are operating from a place of abundance and self-confidence, your actions will reflect it. Things like feeling good about setting clear policies and even communicating boundaries one-on-one with clients will feel like the next right step when you're in a good place. When people are reacting from a place of scarcity, jealousy, or fear, their actions will also reflect it. This type of behavior is reactive and almost never comes from a place of self-awareness, but as a reaction to something that they somehow internalize. Clients may lash out because they don't want to or they can't, which means they won't, right, afford your new prices, or they might be appalled at your audacity in not taking on a 12-hour workday or coming in on a day off to accommodate them. Other stylists may be triggered by what they see you doing in your business because they, for whatever reason, are not capable of making the same progress in their own business. They may know that if they have tighter policies and boundaries, it wouldn't be a fit for the profitability of their specific business model. And I'm especially talking about a toxic commission salon owner because they're not just toxic any commission salon owner the profit margin for a commission salon owner is anywhere usually between like two and 8% so they operate. They have to have more people making money so they'll make money we're independent stylists have a much higher profit margin so we've got more wiggle room to tolerate less nonsense when others feel uncomfortable as a reaction of your actions they are likely to push their own agenda and oftentimes and usually with a complete lack of self-awareness again are we noticing a a theme here they use a tool that i refer to as fear-based gratitude That's the feeling that you have when you don't have the confidence and love for yourself to fully declare what is and what is absolutely not acceptable behavior when it comes to working with you or in any aspect of your life, really, right? We can do it to ourselves, subconsciously even, fueled by fear of loss, which is where a lot of emotional discounting practices come from. It can be presented to us in a form of gaslighting by a toxic owner who doesn't want their bottom line to be affected by stylists who no longer are willing to accept problematic clients that treat them poorly. Phrases like, those clients pay your bills, or even by a coworker, something like, it doesn't bother me when they're talking about a stylist, or I'm sorry, a client's behavior, it doesn't bother me, I just let it roll off my back, why can't you do the same? That's gaslighting. Or, you should be grateful for every paying client. Those are just a sampling of scarcity and fear-based toxic rhetoric and scarcity based gratitude that so many of us have been indoctrinated with indoctrinated with which can be the root cause of burnout of stylists never realizing their full income potential or even leaving the industry completely fear-based gratitude practices are a way of gaslighting hairstylists and service providers into thinking that we should allow others to ignore professional boundaries and treat us however they please because without their generous support, we'd be destitute. And if you're thinking, well, that's not totally untrue as far as we'd be like without a source of income, let's unpack it a little bit more. If that's the reality, why does like every other person on the planet who works for a living not have to abide by that same principle? When you base your gratitude and your mindset for that matter into a place of fear or scarcity your actions become more reactive and absolutely less proactive you're not making decisions based on what you want to do but based on clinging to what you have i'm gonna say that again because i really believe it's important and it's something that i wish somebody had told me a little bit earlier in my career when you base your gratitude practices and your mindset, for that matter, into a place of fear or scarcity, your actions become more reactive and absolutely less proactive. You are not making decisions based on what you want to do, but based on clinging to what you have, which can actually very much keep you stuck fear based gratitude. It's actually manifesting a landscape where nothing changes, where you're just keeping your head above water and it can so quickly or even so slowly and painfully send you to a place of burnout. And it can also keep you broke and stuck and miserable. It is not a good place to operate from. I want for you to operate in a place of abundance based gratitude. Abundance-based gratitude is coming from a place of self-love, confidence, mutual respect, and your desire to actively and purposefully manifest your absolute best life. I'm going to give you some examples of what abundance-based gratitude can look like, right? So your clients leaving after their visit, and you can just say something like, thank you so much for choosing me as your stylist. I appreciate you. Instead of a fear-based or scarcity-based gratitude practice of an emotional discount without them even asking, you're saying, Oh, I'm going to take 20% off of your bill today or $20 off of your service today because you're such a loyal client. That is coming from a place of head above water. I'm going to do whatever I can to keep them. You might not even realizing you're, you might not even realize that you're doing it but it's not helping anybody. And it's teaching them to expect things like that. Another way that this can come into play. Here is an an abundance-based boundary response for a client that cancels at the last minute. And remember, you have to have well-defined, clear policies and boundaries in place That's why I have my velvet rope policies book. You can literally copy and paste and put them on your website, all kinds of different policies so clients know exactly what it looks like to have a business relationship with you, what you will and won't tolerate, right? So someone cancels at the last minute and you say, I'm sorry that you're unable to make it to your appointment. However, I do have to charge you whatever your cancellation policy policy states, because I won't be able to fill your spot on this short of notice, whatever you want to say to them. You're still kind and you're very clear. Instead of the belief that if you stand up for yourself and enforce your clearly defined boundaries and policies, and that I keep saying that because if you don't have them, this won't work, right? If you stand up for yourself and enforce your clearly defined boundaries and policies the place of a scarcity mindset will lead you to thinking that your client will never come back and if you're operating from a place of self-love and abundance they will either align with your vibe and comply or they won't if you choose or if they choose sorry not to comply and you're in that place of abundance, you will see this as an opportunity for someone who does respect your policies, someone who does respect your boundaries, to have a spot on your client list. So I want you to think about that, to have a spot on your client list. Like it's a place that people want to be. It's something that is of value because you're of value, right? That's all thinking from a place of abundance not the fear of, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose a client, so I better just let them treat me however, and mess with my money at the last minute. Okay, I do want to talk about the elephant in the room a little bit when you're building a book, because it is a lot easier to implement these kind of policies and to start off with this kind of attitude if you already have a full book. And that's just... That's just facts. It is what it is, right? So of course, if you're building your book, if you're starting from nothing, of course, you need to feed your table. Of course, that comes first. But let that desire to have clients that align with the space you choose to exist in be the motivator to invest time or money. Pick a resource. It's probably going to be time if you're building your client, your client list up. And it's also probably the more important resource to use because you need to build your brand and you need to build trust. So that's gonna take your own time working on your business. And when I say on your business, I mean on it, not standing behind the chair, but working on building your brand. It's not gonna happen overnight, but as you continue to hone your skills, to grow your reach to potential clients, you will start to see a return on your investment. Now, let me be clear. The whole you need to pay your dues reference is like a very 1987 power move, and it makes me roll my eyes. Because it's usually said to people who absolutely aren't operating from a place of entitlement. It's said as a response when a new stylist is asking how to make enough money to survive, and it's given by people who don't have any better advice to give them. So what can you do right now today to start operating from a place of self love and abundance instead of fear or scarcity based gratitude. I'm going to give you three simple tips that anybody that's listening to this, no matter what your skill level or where you are in the industry, you'll be able to take one of them, or maybe more and implement them to get a result. Here we go first one make sure. And I'm sure all of you that know me are gonna be so surprised by this one, right? Make sure you have very clear boundaries and policies. I've got my boundary boss bundle on my website that will make all of that literally like a copy and paste situation and save you a ton of time. The curlgirl.com. Go get it. It's $47. It is the scripts, the copy and paste scripts book, which are meant for dealing with clients like one-on-one text, email, etc. And it also includes my newest ebook, Velvet Rope Policies, which are made to either copy and paste straight to your website or booking site, or also be used as templates so that you can have amazing crystal clear policies. So clients and potential clients know exactly what it looks like to work with you, what's acceptable and what's not. Everything is worded incredibly clearly, professionally, effectively, and kind. One-time payment and I update them often. You get lifetime access to any updates and you can also email me with requests if there is a situation or a script that you need or also a policy that you're looking for that's not in the book. Number two, Keep your skills up if part of why you're afraid to level up is because you know that you need more training then go get it access to education is no longer a barrier like it once was i really believe and this is somebody who when i started i did not have money for education for extra education out of school i was scraping together tip money to be able to afford my Samvia Bobology DVD you know I fully understand but I really believe that you can use the free education that's out there on Instagram YouTube TikTok wherever else I believe you can use and a lot of brands have websites with education and there's so many independent educators that have paid education that give away a ton on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. I believe that you can use free education to get to a place where then you can afford some paid education and keep that cycle going. ABL, always be learning. You have to have good skills to be able to do all of the things I talk about, to grow a great clientele of people that love and respect you. You have to know what you're doing and Looking introspectively to yourself and saying, I need to get better at this or that, or even if it's a business class, whatever it is, tell yourself it's okay and make the commitment to find education that meets you where you are and is going to help you get to the next level. And if you need help finding something like that anything from free to paid message me on instagram at independent stylist podcast and I will help you to the best of my ability find some education that'll get you where you need to go I'll at least be able to point you in the right direction. And lastly, decide that if you're building your book. And you need to take every client that you can in order to survive. And again, trust me, I was there. There is absolutely no shame whatsoever in being there. Everybody starts at zero. Tell yourself that you are going to invest time in building your brand and doing whatever else you need to, to get to a place where you can then implement the types of boundaries and parameters that feel right for you as a business owner. I hope that these tips and that this entire episode was helpful and that you remember that you are worth it. You are worth having the best life and I want you to go manifest it, take action, say out loud to the universe what you want and then take solid action to make it happen.